Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. What can you, now? There it is. Okay. <laughs> now all of a sudden it's too loud. Anyway, that's perfect. Thank you. Um, welcome into the show, uh, Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew in here today. Jeff will be back tonight, which means tomorrow he'll be back on the show. Um, baseball team, um, Gator ball team that he uh, he coaches, of course, with his son on it, who's one of the best players on it. Lost in the finals, three to two. So see a picture like his dad. He's he is he's really good too. Like Jeff says, I want I just want him to get as competitive as I am. I'm like, eh, okay, we'll see. You, I mean, that doesn't happen when you're 13 or 14. No, it happens when you're kicks in later. Yeah. So um, anyway, Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But um, so Jeff will be back tomorrow. Robbie's in here today, and we appreciate Robbie for s- filling in as he like does so often, in the, especially in the summer. Yeah, you're, I haven't been here in a while. You're the though. king of the summer, though. Yeah. Are you guys running out of ideas or what? Uh, we're closing in on it. Yeah. I will say that. But the good thing is, well, media days next week. Yeah, and, and then it goes from there. So, and we had you're uh, going to make it starting uh, Thursday. We have uh, Big Ten, Big Twelve media days. Yeah, and Thursday, the British Friday, Open, and the British Open, which will be great. I am. I have been watching every second of coverage, and and I watched that Champions thing um, yesterday, and all the Tiger press conferences and everything. Oh I, yeah, it's I good. can't get enough of it. Especially because it's the 150th year, which is certainly historic. And Tiger today, in his press conference, lit up the LIV tour. And just I said, saw that. Man, that was great. It was great. It, it's exactly everything I think. And I was like, Tiger, you go get him. I'll, I'll, I'll be rooting hard for him. I don't think he can win. Everybody but on the tour loves him now. I know. Everybody on this tour. Yeah. Everybody on the tour that Greg Norman wasn't invited to the Champions Dinner cannot – you know they're 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 probably mad at him, but Greg Norman sucks. He does. He sucked when he played. Yeah, 
He always he, talks about, oh, he won the British Open. All I remember is him choking away the Masters. That was one of the best, he, biggest he, chokes he of all time. He choked away so many tournaments. Yeah. In fact, the, the the year I got to play it, he choked that one away. That was when he had the big lead on Faldo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, get off the course. Get off the course. Get done. Be, I'll be out here tomorrow morning. I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> I didn't quite do that, but uh, I did play. But... um. Again, I I was a big Greg Norman fan. I mean, but man, I have totally... He's a big Saudi fan. Well, and the other thing is, he tried to start a new tour. uh, I didn't even remember this, but Tiger talked about it in the 90s. He's always been trying to do this, and now he's done it, and and they've done it in a level, in a way that I don't agree with, certainly with... I have zero interest in it. I I, I don't care who's playing it. And the great thing that Tiger said, he he goes, look... There's a chance that there's young players that have joined that tour that'll never get to play in a major. Yeah, they're never going to experience because they, they won't get the world rankings. Yeah, but and, and um, I hope they don't get the world rankings. I mean, they shouldn't. It, that's the decision they made. Um, but he was, yeah, he was very, uh, very open about the things he had to say. And again, what better spokesperson for your tour than Tiger Woods? Um, Can't get any better than that. But his his great quote was, "I don't get it." They're playing 54 holes, and um, that's not even a real tournament. That's and not traditional golf. That's tournament a senior golf. tournament. Yeah. Is what it, it is. is. Yeah. It's a senior tournament. He said, "What's and plus they've got all this money up front. What's the incentive to practice?" And that hits it right on the head. Yeah. To me. Well, yeah, they're going to get rich no matter what. Yep, they're going to get the money, and so what's the point of practicing trying to get better? Some guys will do it inwardly, but you know there's still going to be a little part of them that'll go. You know, I really don't need to hit balls today. I yeah. just I mean, I, I, uh, and they'll look no at cut. a check for like a million dollars. Yeah, no cut. The last place the guy gets five hundred thousand dollars, so I'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. What's or the whatever point? they pay him? Whatever they pay him. Well, yeah. what's the point? I I just it's I, I do love that it's Tiger and Rory fighting back the most. In fact, they've become buddies. Oh yeah, Rory and Rory said today. The goal is not to let an LIV guy win. So, yeah. uh, you know, if they come down, somebody may step on <laughs> a ball right. or something. That's or, good. Or, uh, oops, left my phone on. So now I get the weather update. Rookie mistake. Because you know what's coming. You've got a caller, Pat. Well, I'll get to the caller. i got to turn my phone off first. Um, surprisingly, we actually have uh, the phones working today. We've had some real problems with them. We'll get to that in just a second. I did want to mention that... Um, uh, they announced the SEC teams, wh- who they're going to bring, the three players that they will bring. And, of course, big uh, – Is it in Hoover again or are they back in it's Atlanta? It's in Atlanta, okay. which not a big fan. Although I was told that this year they're actually having the radio on the second floor, which was so stupid that they didn't do that yeah. the first time. They did it. Because if you want to go on radio like, and you want to help guys out that you've helped out or you've had them on your show – and so you wanted to be able to go and help them out, but it was like going to another entire office building, yeah. you know, to do it. Will the new beat guy for the sun be going? Uh, boy. <laughs> that one that one hit me out of left field. I didn't see that one coming. I did not see that one coming either. And I'm going to try to be nice. That's all I can say. <laughs> you but, can do it. But think about the legacy you've left, Robbie. Your job was so hard, and you was you were so good at it. Nobody can replace you. Guy comes in, stays eight months, gone. Guy comes <laughs> in, stays two months, gone. But those two guys both said it was their dream job when they yeah. took the job, and then they left after 
So apparently it wasn't a dream job after all. No. Well, I don't think it especially is now, but um, it's one of the reasons you and I both took the buyout to get out of there because it was just – it Because it, it we were getting old and it was getting hard. It was getting very complicated. It was. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's not like – I mean, I know Robbie don't just does radio and some podcasts and stuff, and I'm, I envy him, believe me. But I do like that I do get to write, and I get to write, you know, I don't have to set up. Gator stuff. I don't have to set up a budget no. for 12 days from now, you know. Stuff like that. And or write stories during the code a game. All your yeah. Put this, or write the stories during the and game. And write your headline, too, and your cut line. Yeah. Basically. I know. Oh, that's right. You, I, you start, like we used to always say, I don't write the headlines, can't blame me. And then all of a sudden we had to start writing them because yeah. I guess it was too Remember hard. Remember, Spur used to think we wrote the headlines, yeah. and Norm kept saying, they don't write the headlines. Coach. That's right. Spur See, leaving for Bucks. That was one of the great yeah. ones. <laughs> that wasn't a reflection of the story, though. No, it was. The story was Spur has a decision to make. Let's yeah. make it stronger. One of the worst nights of my life. It really was. And the next morning was bad, yeah. too. Yeah, it was really bad. Spur had to have a press conference say so he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I need to talk to him about that. We had we was had he some, on your podcast. Well, he was, but we had some glitches when he was on. We had a mic that didn't turn on. Apparently, it was kind of like remember when uh, the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan the first yeah, time. Yeah, was it Lennon's? Lennon's mic didn't yeah, come on. Didn't come on. So he was out there singing. You couldn't hear him. All you could hear was Paul and George occasionally. Yeah. On, that the Bra- was, on the Braves game last night, didn't the color guys mic go out too? Presents. I think yeah, he did. I think yeah. he, and he never came back. I don't think. Yeah, that some things like that happen. So. Those of you who listen to the podcast, Spur was really, really good. <laughs> but unfortunately, you can't hear a lot of it. You should tell us what happened. Well, he just, we just talked about things. We, just like, we like talking about a lot of different things. So let us go ahead and get some phone calls in, 392-8255. You guys have probably got a lot of them saved up because we haven't been on the radio since Thursday of last week. Uh, the plan is to be on every day the rest of this week and then every day next week, but you never know. Things pop up. It's summer, but uh, with SEC Media Days. Will you watch Media Days on TV? I will. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I don't know if I will. I'll watch a little bit of it. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to watch it when, uh, what's his name? Drinkowitz. No. uh, (laughs) What's his last? I can't think of his first name. The Vanderbilt coach, Lee. Clark Lee. Charles Lee. Lee. I don't know. Whatever, you're not going to watch. That that part I would not want to watch. But. We do know that Florida is taking Anthony Richardson, Richard Garage, and uh, Ventrell Miller. No surprises there. No, all guys are pretty predictable. Older players. But I, I do want to talk with Robbie about the pressure that's on Anthony Richardson this year. And we'll talk about the other schools that did decide to bring quarterbacks. But we got a bunch of phone calls, so let's get to them. Let's start off with John. What's going on, John? Yeah, good afternoon, Pat. And always glad always to hear you up. Uh, Robbie, so uh, good afternoon, guys. Hey, hey. hey you guys, uh, Pat, you just mentioned uh, the Ed Sullivan show. I think one of the times that the Stones wanted, the one song that they sang was Let's Spend the Night Together. Well, they had to improvise, they had to rewrite and say, Let's spend some time together. Cause they did. Obviously, there was too seedy for them to say, Let's spend the night together. That wouldn't have been really back in the 60s, would have been really cool, you know. So, well, they they wanted uh, Jim Morrison not to sing Girl, We Couldn't Get Much Higher. Higher, yeah. And he wanted to say something. He wanted to say something else, so he agreed to do it. But then when he got to it, he enunciated higher, <laughs> looked right into the right into the TV camera. Go, girl, we couldn't get much higher. How classic yeah, Morrison is that? <laughs> Back then, you couldn't uh, edit or anything like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
No, but the Ed um, Sullivan show, I mean, when I was a kid, man, that was you had was to huge. watch it every Sunday night. Well, well, you know, like all the uh, broadcasts, there weren't much anything else on except they would probably like show uh, The Wizard of Oz like 80 times a year. But yeah, anyway. there's only three channels back in our day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I really love your, your top 10 uh, list there, Pat. And I wanted to ask you a question about uh, Kyle Trask. I think you had him back at number six as top 10 quarterback. Did you have him that low because he small sample size of what he did? Because he did, you know, set – the touchdown record in one year for Florida is that is that the reason because he only had a small sample size of him part part of that uh, I think I hit him fifth oh uh, fifth or sixth one because of those, I you know, know it went it went uh, Tebow Werfel Grossman right. Spurrier and then I think it was Kyle Trask so yeah, you got, I can't argue with that yeah, you got three Heisman's no. ahead of him and a guy who should have won the Heisman yeah. except he got cheated out of it so I, I think you. that's the biggest reason he was. And I actually, I think I, I, as my recollection was, I had him ahead of Shane, which you can make an argument that I'm an idiot for doing that. Well, yeah, you could easily. But when I mean, the first SEC, you yeah, know, all, all I, SEC I player of the year, player twice. of the year twice, yeah, yeah, you can make definitely make an yeah, argument. Shane should have been ahead of him. But Kyle was special, man. I mean, the things he did were we'd never seen before. Part of that too, John, is because the COVID year it was kind of hard to. Figure out whether these were real yards and real touchdowns or not. Yeah, right. it was a time when people were all Nobody struggling was on defense, defense everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pat, I know I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can think about some lists. I don't know, maybe you've done it before, but the top, well, you say top ten, but my top five players that I can't miss that I would absolutely, I mean, you pay for anything, but these are the most exciting players in in my era because this goes past. Reeves and Alvarez, so I never saw them. I was too young to to see those guys play. But these are the top five players that a must see to 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 pay to see. Uh, obviously, uh, West Chandler, Percy Harvin, and that era is like uh, Brandon James. I mean, back back in the opening kickoff against Tennessee in 2007, he took the opening kickoff. So I mean, you just you never knew what that guy was going to do. You know, you knew it was going to be something special. Great punt returner. Yeah, and uh, yes. I think it's Sunday. I'm doing the uh, the, the it's a it's a dozen. So it's a Dooley's dozen. I'm doing yeah. the specialists. So it'll mix in returners, kick blockers, and kickers and punters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that'll be hard to narrow it down to twelve. To be honest with you, the one I'm doing for well, the one that's done for today that I should be up soon is uh, my my ideal Groundhog Day moments. We Robbie and I talked about this. One of my favorite. Number one is the, the celebration for the first national championship. That was one, right. of, the oh, and the swamp yeah, was one, one of the greatest days of my life. I mean, it was oh, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Uh, but the one I'm doing for Thursday. And are, you still had the, the public announcer for the Gators is still, Finch, still yeah. around. Yeah. You know, so. If, if your car uh, won't start, other, call Billy's Towing. John, who else, who's else in your top five? My other t- top two. I mean, you can go list, list, list. My other two is Wilbur Marshall. What he still does, I still think Sean Salisbury is just Classic, still sees him in his sleep, you know. And then I know you guys could say a plethora of all many cornerbacks. My my all time favorite still is uh, Lito Shepard. He uh, took that interception back before uh, against South Carolina, bringing back in that game. I believe it was two thousand one, maybe. Actually, it was a punt sure. return on the last play of the first half. Yeah. That turned the whole was game it a around. Punt return? I thought it was yeah. an interception. Maybe I think it was right. 2000. Yeah, right. yeah, it was a punt return for a touchdown. 
Well, the one against the Georgia, well, yeah. Georgia, yep. Georgia had yep. the big pick. That was huge play. I, 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 I'm doing, yeah, the one I'm doing for Thursday is the disruptors, the top 12 right. disruptors. And that could be anything. You could, that could be somebody who knocks fumbles loose and, Wilbur to be in there. Uh, Wilbur definitely is going to be in that list, and I, I would. Lido is a good one. I appreciate that one. I I have to rethink it. I haven't really put it written, yeah. putting it to pen yet, pen to paper. But John, no Kyle Pitts though. Kyle Pitts, and I guess that maybe goes back to um, Pat's COVID you know, year. So yeah. small sample size, maybe I kind of kind of good. But these are, I mean, he was exciting. But these guys are electric. Yeah, you know. These guys that I'm talking about were just I, this this certain plays in their career here that just stood out to me. You know, you yeah. can say I tell you, you for one year, Nat, I would put Nat Moore in that for list. that one year, for that one yeah. year, yeah. Senior year. Yeah. And Ricky Natiel is a guy that comes to mind too. Rocket, would, yep, against people, Georgia. People are mad yeah. at me because I didn't have him in the top twelve receivers. You didn't, yeah. right? I'm mad at you now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, make like, I enjoy listening and watching you got watching your your list, and you know I agree with a lot of them. But like I said, you know just you just keep doing them, and it and it's it's really enjoyable. Appreciate and, it, John. Uh, thanks, thanks to you guys. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's a debate back and forth on those. And that's the thing. There's no such thing as a, as a list that's right. Yeah, it's, it's just, opinion. It's my opinion, and then we get a lot of we and the numbers are ridiculous on them for Gators Wire, and they were sh- sharing them with me. The other day, and they were people love lists. They love lists, and I like doing them. So it's perfect combination. What else is a perfect combination is that if you're going to run a radio show and have a station, you have to take breaks. If you don't take commercial breaks, you don't have commercials, and then you don't have any money. You so might just call it a Cardozo break, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's he's see. Mr. Commercial. Let's count how many commercials Jeff Cardozo is the voice of here. Uh, we will do that, and then we'll come back and get more of your calls. Tommy and uh, Lee, just hang on. We'll get to you on the other side. You're listening to The Tailgate, ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quattararo. The Rays host the Red Sox tonight in Game 2 of 4 from Tropicana Field. Corey Kluber will take the mound for the Rays against Chris Sale. Tune in to coverage right here starting at 6.30. The Gators football team announced who would represent them at the SEC Media Day event next week. Joining Coach Napier will be Anthony Richardson, Richard Garage, and Ventrell Miller to discuss the upcoming season. The Gators basketball team announced its non-conference schedule earlier today. In addition to participating in the Phil Knight Legacy event and the Jumpman Invitational, the Gators will play host to Florida State and UConn, among a variety of other opponents. Elsewhere in baseball, the Marlins look to bounce back from a loss against the Pirates in Miami last night, and the Braves take on the Mets in the second game of the series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quateron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. 
Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation. And as always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, I thought about having a contest where I would come in here with a bag of things. Full of money? No. And just see, like you pick one out, could you name that person? Okay, so it could be head basketball coach Utah. No clue. Okay, it could be um, an NBA head coach not named Billy Don. Barely a clue. (laughs) Or it could be, uh, what were you just talking about? Pulling names off a bag. Yeah. Well, no. You said something right before that. Was that your phone? I keep hearing a buzz. All right. Forget it. not me. All right. Let us go to the phone. You want a buzz is what it is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Tommy's up. What's going on, Tommy? Hey, hey, Pat. Hey, Robbie. How y'all doing today, guys? Good. How are you? Hey, great, man. Great, great. Um, So one of the things I wanted to talk about, do you think it got a little spicy with Tiger Woods today? I mean, or his comments, excuse me, not maybe today, but, you know, man, I mean, do you think he took some shots? They're kind of, now they're not going to hockey fist fight it out, but I mean, he kind of took a side, you know? Well, he's he's always been on that side, but then Norman took a shot at him a couple weeks ago, and then Tiger went, okay. I'm going to play in the British Open, and they'll ask me to do a presser 
And hopefully <laughs> there'll be a couple of questions about it. Yeah, if anybody That's wants to right. come after Tiger, I'd take Tiger in that one. Not even uh, close. Me yeah. too. Me too. Even with a bad back, brother. Yeah. Even what about Tiger? Tiger versus Kepka in a fist fight. Who would... Tiger would wipe him out. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Man, nine iron. Man, look what his wife did to him. Give him yeah. the nine iron. <laughs> Just kidding with you guys. So. Uh, the guy, John, that called uh, before your break there uh, while I was on hold, man, he kind of kind of lit a fuse to me a little bit about your, you know, your top five guys, you know. Electric and Tebow wasn't there. I guess that's guys that are left out. Tebow's an automatic, right? So I guess well, was Tebow was, was, it was different. It was a buzz. He was, man, he crowd, he got the crowd to, he, he made you believe. That's what Tebow did, in my opinion. I, that was my mecca of football, man. I, I was that was my favorite time. I, I was there when Brock Berlin came in from Miami and got beat in the swamp, right? And that when we beat him, I believe. No, uh, no, Brock Berlin yeah. brought Miami back to beat Florida in, in Miami. Miami, and then he beat him in the bowl game uh, after. Oh shit! Yeah. Excuse my, excuse me then, but it wasn't Brock Berlin then. <laughs> no, punk. Anyways, uh, so so yeah. What my point was is that Tebow would come in for one down, like Chris Leak is throwing three touchdowns a game. You know, looking beautiful. Tebow would come in and give you that, and and then and then roar the crowd. Where Chris Leak just was about his business. Would walk off the field. He only got hype every now and then. Yeah, I remember that, another, one, that one play. Tebow ran against Kentucky. Came off the bench, ran for like fifty yards, and stiffed armed about five people, and the crowd was going crazy. Yeah, and then the leak went in the game, and the crowd booed. Jacquez Green. Jacquez Green was one of my favorite players of all time, and Ike Hilliard, man. Yeah, those two are hard to leave off that list for sure. Man, I mean, if you think about it, with receivers. I mean, Jocks. I mean, he was he, he. In my opinion, now, just my opinion, obviously, Jacquez Green was the first Percy to come through Florida, and I don't, I don't know the old school guys like you guys do. No offense, I'm just, I'm 37, so. No, oh, you're a youngster. Yeah, I think, I think it was so, Dale Van Sickle actually was. The first. Quezzy, though, he was also yeah, an unbelievable punt returner. Yeah. Man, I have everything. I mean, I'm a gator through and through, and I've never heard of that guy. So, if you get what I mean. First All-American. Like, yeah. Yes, sir. I've never heard of him, and that's unbelievable. I need to read my book again. Well, so, the thing is, Wes Chandler was the first Percy. And oh, then man. He was. No he was question. exactly like Percy, and that he could run. He was physically stronger than most receivers are. And elusive. Was yes. he more healthy? Did he stay more healthy than Percy did? Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. I think the that, only that, game he missed that was, that was with the flu the one year. Thing yeah. for me about Percy, man, he was always just migraines, ankle, high ankle. Like you never knew what you got. But even when you got eighty percent Percy, he was like, man, he was just so good. I, I don't know, man. I, I just Percy. Percy was the guy. And my last question for you guys, just for something because it's summer, you know what I mean? Not like we have a lot, enough to talk about. Do you guys, when you get off work, is AM850 on your radio? Or do you guys have a sports channel? Like, the only thing I listen to is, is AM850. And I get used to listening to your guys' voices. And it was coming back to the Sean Kelly Mick Hubert conversation, Jeff Cardozo, you know, I would have loved to hear him. I'd have loved to hear Batesy. I'd have loved to hear all those guys, right? 
But you guys, if you guys aren't on, as soon as can't, no, I'm not going to mention names, but as soon as the show comes on and it ain't the tailgate, I flip it off. Like, it's not you guys, you know? Like, it's not you guys well, anymore. Uh, we're not going to do a 24-hour show. I can yeah. promise you. If you don't you listen that. to Chuck Oliver before Dooley. It's not Steve Russell. It's not the tailgate. It's not Dooley's podcast that I turn on before Chuck Oliver, you know, because you come on right when Chuck Oliver comes on at 2 o'clock, your podcast. So I'll listen to you, and then I'll turn your podcast on and listen to that. And then it's like I'll hear the end of Chuck Oliver, and then it's the tailgate. You know, but if Dan Patrick ain't on, I'm not happy with that either. Like, I'm so used to hearing these voices that you allow to come into your home, that you allow to, to interest yourself, you know. Yep. And then when you get an announcer, you get an announcer that you'd never heard of before. I don't know, man. The, what I've heard of him, he, he, he can sit at my table. I had, a, I had a great conversation with him today. Um I'm writing some for the alumni newsletter about him. Uh, seems like a good guy, really good guy. He's actually going to be on my podcast Friday as yeah, well. I, I think yeah, it is not going to take long for Gator fans to embrace the guy. Yeah, I told well, him, I, I said, mean, you, need, you need a Doring's got a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, think about this, guys. 33 years I've listened. I, I, like I've only ever heard Mitt, man. Like I've never heard anybody else. Only Mitt. And I listened. Well, to I didn't think anybody could Boggs. replace Otis Boggs. I loved Otis Boggs. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've There's never. I've heard some of the. I've heard <laughs> some of the past, right? But man, we are live from Knoxville, the banks of the Tennessee River. And if you can't see it, and you're at work, and you got to hear that, I mean, he puts you there, you know. And that guy, Mr. Sean, when he called in the other day to uh, Steve's uh, show. I'm 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 not kidding you, man. It was like holy smoke. It sounds like sound almost. He kind of resembles Mick a little bit. I can I can get down with this, you know. It's like dating or seeing your your daughter's boyfriend for the first time, and it's like, hey man, I want to invite you in the family, but I don't know you yet, man. Can you say a few things so I can get to know you? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, all that'll will happen, and it's gonna it's it's again because he doesn't even start till August first. The thing he, is, he's a real pro yeah. too. But yeah, I mean, he that's is, gonna come across right away. Absolutely, yeah. So, so. Well, and that's what we were. Well, that's what the biggest thing I was worried about is he gonna come off like an ESPN syndicate guy? No. Can he be a homer? When Can he's he doing ESPN homer? games, he is neutral. When he's doing Florida games, he's he, a gator. He's a gator. There's no, he, he's already that's addressed. That's what that. I want to hear, yeah. guys. All right, Tommy. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. See you, Have Tommy. A great day. Thanks for the call. Let's go ahead and get Lee in before we get to our other break here, or second break here. Lee, what's going on? Hey, it's actually Woody. Um, okay. But that's all. <laughs> Lee Woody. Yeah, Woody I, Lee. Yeah, or is it Getty Lee? Lee guy was. Maybe I'd rather be Lee. Uh, could be. You could yeah, work I, on that. I wanted, I wanted to, uh, to, to talk about uh, my biggest what if in, in Florida football history. I think you guys were touching on it. You had a column about it, Pat. You guys talked about it a little bit last week. It didn't make your list, but I, I wanted to get your reaction to it because it didn't affect the game it happened in, but it affected the rest of the season, and then it affected maybe Florida history. So what if Darnell Dockett doesn't twist Ernest Graham's knee at the end of the 2001 FSU game? I think you, you remember that? Yeah, no, I remember it very well. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think it might have had a big effect, but there's no way of knowing because 
their defense still gave up 200-something rushing yards to yeah. Travis Stevens. That, that wasn't on But the thing Ernest is, it, it impacted the Tennessee game because the head ball coach was still focusing on yeah. what happened to Ernest Graham. And, yeah, and, no. So I think, I think if, the, remember, if that hadn't happened, I think Florida beats Tennessee the following week, and off they go. Yeah, so, so you know, that year, Florida was 10-0 and with Ernest Graham playing. That, the only games they lost were Auburn, where he was injured. He, he got injured in the LSU game, missed Auburn and then Tennessee. Right. And you forget, it's not just his running ability, but the pass blocking. Remember how much pressure Rex was under in that game? Oh, yeah. You know, catching the ball out of the backfield. I have no doubt that he makes up more than two points in that game. But, you know, so so that's one. So then we go on. We win the SEC East. I, I think there's no doubt we beat LSU. We already beat him on the road in Baton Rouge by, what, like 29 or 30 yeah. in the regular season. So that, that means Rex Grossman wins the Heisman. Right? Is there any doubt? Oh, I think Rex wins the Heisman if they win the Tennessee game. They wouldn't even had to beat yeah. Nellis. Yeah. 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 So now you've got Rex winning the Heisman. You got us winning the SEC. And here comes now the big play, one. <laughs> yeah. Now we play. Now we, maybe we play Miami in the national championship game. And we had just played them the year before in the Sugar Bowl and lost. So now we got a chance for a revenge game for Spurrier to win a national championship and win or lose. Does Spurrier leave Florida if he wins another SEC? Because remember, he he talked about how Gator fans were getting on him. He you know another year we ten wins wasn't enough. Yeah, so imagine. I mean, all of that because Ernest Grant because Darnell Dockett is a dirty player and twists Ernest Graham's knee at the end of end of that game. Okay, here's would be my response. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Pretty much what you're saying. I don't think Florida's beaten. Miami anyway. That team was ridiculous. That 2001 Miami team. And remember, they so, yeah. they demolished Nebraska in the national championship game. It wasn't even competitive. That's how yeah. good they were. So I don't know that it would have mattered. Spurrier was ready to go. I know that Steve has said since that he made a mistake in leaving, but he, he, you couldn't, he couldn't go back in time and tell that Steve Spurrier don't leave. Um, so I still think he would have left. I think he was ready to try the NFL, you know. Yeah, but I think I mean, if they actually, won it all, he would have wanted to say. I don't know. Then he would have said, hey, I won two. Yeah. Let me go see what I can do now in this other league. But see, the fans wouldn't have been giving him grief like they were if they'd won those I, I, games. I still think that was – I think that was one-tenth of the reason he left. I think yeah, 70% of it was he wanted to try the anyway. NFL. I, I think – I mean, it, had he won the national championship that year, I think he does leave. But if he loses to Miami, yeah, I mean – because didn't he th- didn't he consider leaving after '95 season? He did, um, and, and he came back and won a national championship. Maybe maybe that fire still still would burn, and like okay, I can't leave like this. I got Rex back for another year, and maybe we go make another run at it. I don't know. It's just one of those fun things that it it, it wasn't a football play, which kind of is like, but it's kind of like the shoe throw, right? Like it wasn't a football yeah. play, but like. You know, it's just interesting. I, I I love that that column and that you know just the the whole what if what could have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. one though. That's a real good. one. Well, the one I left out and Zach reminded me of it was the two point play against Alabama. What if they called a better play there? Or what if they made the extra point in the first place? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who knows oh, if they? Mean, if are you talking about? Are you talking last about the '99 year. game or last talking about last year? Last yeah. year, yeah. If they make that, oh, if they uh, have a better uh, two point play and they end up somehow pulling that game out that changes the whole dynamic instead it kind of 
that team was kind of left flat from, from they, as excited as they were about how well they played, they were kind of left flat, and I don't think it was ever the same. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too. All right, my man. We got to run. Anyway, all right. See you, That was a bad two-point call, too, wasn't it? It's terrible. There was it's, no chance The two-point call against Tennessee um, wasn't a bad call. Rex just scrambled a little quick, and again, mm-hmm. he was a little gun-shy because yeah. – as you were saying, if well, I was just, talking about the Alabama one. No, but I'm, I go back You're to the Tennessee one. If if he was hurried, yes, and if maybe if Ernest is in the game, he picks he yeah. picks up a rusher, so and gives him time to complete that. All right, we got to get a break. We got to do that. We'll come back with more. Al, hang on. We'll get to you on the other side. Phone lines are open for your calls at three nine two eight two five five, and we'll talk a little bit about the quarterbacks that are going to SEC media days in Atlanta next week. Here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes. 
It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We've got a 40% chance for thunderstorms through this evening with decreasing showers overnight. Much more of the same tomorrow and Thursday. 60% chances for thunderstorms and highs in the 90s most of this week. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Crazy things happen when you go to the Jets. Look at the Jets' situation right now with their quarterbacking situation. Zach Wilson, come on down. You know, they wanted him to be mature, so maybe he's just hanging around some mature people there. Now I know why I went to BYU, the mascot. The Cougar? There you go. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Man, I turned, I, turned, I turned this thing up too loud. I taught, I taught a putty tat. You did, you did. All right, you are um, here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew today. Jeff will be back tomorrow. So we'll be doing a show. I think we're doing shows all week, the rest of the week. You so. said you were earlier, not thinking. Uh, well, I don't know. Al, what do you think? Oh, I guess so. Uh, this the one announcer guy that uh, is coming in, uh, he's with ESPN. Uh, did he do mostly television? He did radio. He was like the in- voice of the NFL. He did college, college, football. college football. He did uh, uh, well. He was with the Pelicans for a while in, in NBA. He did uh, ESPN baseball. He did. He actually did that combined no hitter the Astros two against yeah. the Yankees. He did. Uh, in fact, he was just telling me he's actually right now he's doing on radio. The um, the uh, summer uh, summer league games out in Vegas. Oh wow! I asked oh. him how hot it was out there right now. He said, "Well, you know, it's a it's a dry heat. Yeah, but, but it's one fourteen. So he does have radio experience. Oh yeah, yeah, that's his whole thing yeah. is radio. Now is he going to do both basketball and football? That's the plan. And who are they going to pair him up with? Or do you know? Still be Shane on football, and it'll be uh, Lee on basketball. Oh, okay, great. So you won't have that much. That'll to get be a good transition. That'll, yeah. that'll be fine. 
You'll get used to the new voice. It'll happen fast. I just haven't heard him, you know, so I don't know much about him. No, he's got a good voice. He does a good job. If you listen to the, the, the examples that they put out. Okay, well, I haven't heard any, so. Well, you only but, have to wait, uh, what, Um month and a half? We could probably Google him Six and weeks? you can get a, a sample of what he does. Okay. Try that. Try that. to Google him. I will do that. All right, guys. Okay, Thanks Al. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thanks a lot, Al. Appreciate All the call. Right. 392-8255 if you want to get in and talk about anything uh, that we've been talking about. We'll, we'll continue to talk about other things going on in the world of sports with Robbie Andrew. And one of them is that we now know who's going to SEC Media Days, we mentioned earlier. In Atlanta. In, in Atlanta. Anthony Richardson, Richard Garage, Ventrell Miller, no big surprise there. See how many other quarterbacks you can name that are going, Robbie. That, that I can name? Yeah, they're going the to SEC. Guy. Bryce Young, the Heisman Tennessee winner. guy. Yes, the George Hendon guy. Hooker, Stetson Bennett. Um, let me think real quick. The Arkansas guy. Uh, yes, uh, Jefferson. Okay, it's not going to be the Auburn guy. No, it's not. They won't don't know be who the LSU because they don't know who their guy is. They don't is. know who their 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 guy is going to be. Um, There's one obvious and one you wouldn't get in a million years. One obvious? Well, it's obvious. Oh, the Mississippi State guy's going. No, he's no. not. Oh. You're kidding. No. Rogers. I thought he'd be there. Will Rogers. Yeah, the Ole Miss guy. I don't know who that is. The new guy, transfer. Well, I don't think they want to bring transfers. Okay. But the guy who's gotten a lot of summer loving, like I, I always like to talk about, Will Levis at Kentucky, which I Oh, yeah, he has he's, gotten a lot. He is. I, I think he's overrated. And the, he can be pretty dynamic, though. He can run and throw. And the seventh quarterback, there's seven quarterbacks going, Mike Wright from Vanderbilt. Who? <laughs> Mike who? Mike Wrong. <laughs> I, I, well, you got to take somebody, Pat, You do have so. to take somebody. But um, – I do want to talk about... You can't name their coach. Uh, Clark Lee. Oh, you mean Lee Clark? It could be Lee Clark. I can't remember. I don't think I ever knew. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I knew he was a D.C. at Notre Dame and then went there. They were just awful last year, but it's hard. It's hard it for them. It is hard. Hard at, hard at Vanderbilt. And that's another thing that we can talk about. We got a, a, another hour after we take another break here, but... Um, we can talk about how I really think this expansion, um, realignment, all this talk that, I mean, is dominating the airwaves, and I understand. Everybody's got to have something to talk about, but it's totally dominating the, the national radio shows. I don't think anything's going to happen. You don't? For a long time. Maybe yeah. maybe ever. But, I, I like, for example, I know Matt Hayes wrote that an AD told him, that the SEC is not looking to expand. I'm, I, I agree. I don't. There's no point in the SEC expanding you can't get too big unless Notre Dame was was interested. Yeah. But there is a there is an agreement with Notre Dame that if they they can't go anywhere else but the ACC. Yeah. I don't know why everybody keeps forgetting that they have that agreement with them. And I think it would cost them. I think I I looked it up and I between fifty five and one hundred twenty million dollars if they yeah. if they decide to go somewhere else. Now it doesn't mean that other places can't afford that. Yeah. Or, or, or that the networks can't afford it. But at some point, the network's going to go, whoa, 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 you guys quit this. <laughs> we only have Leave so alone, much yeah. money we can give you. But yeah. other than that, I don't think there's a team I would I, I would recommend for the SEC. Yeah. Not one. You wouldn't recommend FSU in Miami? No. 
Who wants them? Why not? Well, why do you want them? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I mean. Miami's a big market. Okay. With a half-empty stadium half the time. Yeah, true. When does the you big... look at the, their games and the ranking ratings they get and the number of games that have had – Andy Staples did a great thing on The Athletic about the number of games in the last six years that the con- people that everybody says, well, you know, we need to take this team have. And I think Miami's like fifth. It's like Clemson – no, it's like um, – it's um, yeah, it's Clemson, North Carolina, Florida State's up there very high. Yeah. Miami's like way down there. It's like 22. Really? I mean, people don't watch them play. They, yeah. They're not the U anymore. I know they, they want to say they're back. Doesn't mean they're oh, back. They're, they're saying they're back now because of recruiting. So. Well, wait, okay. I, I still think all the recruits now should take out a hat and go, this is where I'm going to start my career Yeah. at this university. And who knows if that is where they're going to start. It, they're, it's July. A lot of these guys that are committing are going to be decommitted by the time they get to December. Totally. So. Totally. So I would relax and just, just be patient don't worry with about it. Just get ready for football season. Yeah. That's all you got to worry about. I know we have to take a break. So we'll do that. We'll come back. We'll take Stephen's call before we get out of here for the first hour. And we will look forward to you coming back here. Uh, we're going to talk a lot in the second hour about Anthony Richardson. Uh, I think it'll be fun to talk about some things I've been thinking about. All right. We'll do that after we take a break here on the tailgate. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quarteraro. The Tampa Bay Rays host the Boston Red Sox tonight in the second game of a four-game set from the Trop. Tampa Bay won 10-5 last night and will have Corey Kluber on the mound tonight. Coverage starts right here at 6.30. The non-conference schedule for the Florida Gators basketball team was released earlier today. Among the top non-conference games are two against Florida State, the Jumpman Invitational in December, and a trip to Kansas State for the SEC Big 12 Challenge. The Gators football team announced who will represent them at the SEC Media Day event next week. Quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventrell Miller will join head coach Billy Napier at the event ahead of the 2022 football season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarterar. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the, the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Varagio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do 
some brands stay forever. It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases, as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, just about six minutes left in this hour, and then another full hour. Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew coming at you on the tailgate, and then uh, tomorrow Jeff will be back. So we look forward to seeing him. I'm sure we'll talk a little you baseball. You miss him, don't you? Not that much. He misses me, though. I know that. Let's oh, go yeah. uh, see what Steven's got for us. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Robbie, uh, good to hear from you. Uh, they, they Thanks, Steve. They should call the show the San Augustine Duo. Uh, Anyway, um, Pat, I heard you talk earlier about the technical problems you had with your podcast. Uh, <clears throat> that's too bad. Um, I don't usually get to listen to them, but I, I save them and, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then Google them uh, for the weekend. And uh, I, I can't find yesterday's. Are they not going to put it on YouTube because of the problems you had? I'm going to check during the break on that because somebody else texted me about that. Uh, the only problem was with, Co- with Coach Spurrier's mic was not turned on properly, so you can't hear much of what he's saying for that segment. But the rest of it, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll check on that. I'll, I'll see if they can't get it up um, on all the platforms. I think there was, I thought, I think they thought they could save that segment and they couldn't. And it's, they may just want to take it out and put it up. To be honest with you. Well, yeah, I usually just Google, go on uh, another, do another podcast on YouTube, and it comes right up and gives you all of them, and it and it doesn't, and it usually is up the next day, but it, so far I haven't seen it. Okay, I'll I'll check on that. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, Stephen. So what did the head ball coach say yesterday, Pat, that nobody heard? What were you guys talking about? Uh, we were just talking about different things. We talk about a, a large variety of things. Um, I don't remember what they were, to be honest with you. <laughs> Memorable, huh? They were important, though. I will say that. Um, but here's, here's a list. Somebody just put out a list ranking the SEC quarterbacks this year. Number 14 is Ken Seals from Vanderbilt. <laughs> the, the guy who they're bringing, and then he make the list of them. <laughs> That's classic. Is, there, is the worst quarterback in the league. 
Um, but again, I mean, you don't like. Is you, Spencer Rattler going? No, he is That's not. That's surprising. Yeah, that is a little surprising. You think he would have been one of them? I think though, with transfers, you don't kind of like to bring transfers, guys who've never played for you. Um, I was trying to think of of guys who. Uh oh. But you want to bring your quarterback. You do usually. Um, okay, I I guess there's nothing here. I th- Mullen was trending here, so I'm, Dan Mullen was trending. Yeah, I, I was just making sure nothing is going on or anything going on, but it's just like. Would you really even care though? Well, if, I, I'd be curious. Yeah. You know, we do two-hour radio. Well, he's going to be helping out that high school, right? That's what the story is. Yeah. So. I thought he'd get a TV gig or something. I thought he'd get a lot of things that he didn't get. You know, I think. Well, maybe I, he's just going to wait a year. And, again, Urban pooping the bed yeah. didn't help him because no. he could have always landed there. Um, he could have, I'm sure, gone to Alabama. They took, they take everybody else who gets let go. Who was the latest that they've got over there? Um, well, they took Todd Grantham, right? Grantham, yeah, yeah. Todd Grantham. Grantham's yeah. over there. I saw him texting about Roll Tide the other day. <laughs> Don't, they don't let everybody that gets what, do, fired ends up in Alabama. Don't ever forget that in the end, the coaches at your school don't care about your school. There's only been one guy that I could even argue that really cared about the school, and that's Steve Spurrier. The head ball coach. And he yeah. went and coached against him for 12 uh-huh. years. And celebrated winning in the school. Yes, exactly. So he got, a, he got a victory ride. In the end, I mean – I do think you Coach Spurrier does from. care um, about Florida, and that's why he's back here, and he loves Gainesville. I know all these things to be true, but for the most part, the coaches, when Love they Love the one you're with, baby. Exactly. They don't care about the school. They wear whatever colors they're told to wear. And the legendary story was, of course, the guys wearing Illinois shirts – for the Peach Bowl. Getting ready for the Peach Bowl, yeah. yeah. And that I mean, was pathetic. I even Joe went, Wickline was one of them. I went to Larry Fedora's office to do an interview with him, and he was wearing an Illinois shirt, and I'm like, in the, in the Florida office. That's unbelievable. But, I mean, that's the thing. That's what they cared about. They were Is getting, there any <laughs> well, he was getting, what was going to happen to that game, and it did. He it was, got blown yeah, out. exactly. He was getting ready to go recruit for Illinois. Yeah, that, he didn't, They didn't care about that Peach Bowl game. They didn't care, and, and it showed. And, and that wasn't even a great – Miami team, although they had, they looked the, great that night. Who was the guy was that the returner that was? So yeah, they went form. to the Bears. Was it Devin Hester? Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah. He blocked a field goal. Try to ran it back. Game, ran back for a touchdown. Yeah, and the blowout was on. It was on. That was a bad night. Like you're just hoping they could find a way. And I, yeah, I kept thinking, eh, it's Brock Berlin. He stinks. Yeah, and he didn't do anything in that game, really. But anyway, it was like a game nobody wanted to be at. No. At least from a Florida perspective. We were okay being there. We had a good time. All right, we got to get out of here for the first hour. We'll come back with a whole second hour. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew, and we're going to talk about Anthony Richardson a lot in this hour. You're watching or you're listening to, I would just say, the tailgate, ESPN. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. (laughs) Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back. Second hour brought to you, as always, by 
Melvin Law, they won't back down. We appreciate Melvin Law, which also sponsors Coach Spurrier segments and on the podcast and sponsors a million things here and a million things everywhere. They are involved in the community. That's a great job they yeah. do. Um, so do you right. think Tiger is going to make the cut, Pat? Isn't that what you said yesterday? Uh, no. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Well, I, I said I, So here was my theory. Well, maybe I said no. He knows how to play that course, right? Yeah. And he, it's Darnie gonna, Hills. It's going to be firm. It's going to be fast. The fact that he's walked 45 holes in three days says a little bit to me that clearly – and, and watching his press conference, he goes, look, I, I'm not 100%, man. I'm not going to ever be 100% again. But he feels more comfortable walking. But the other thing is there's a lot of holes where you can make up strokes. Uh, par fives, par fours that are drivable, par fives reachable. Yeah, he, that is kind of course. But, again, everybody's going to be doing that. Yeah. And he, hasn't, he doesn't have that competitive, you know, kind of uh, – I don't think he has the same fire. You know, because I think he does, but his body won't let him let him get to it. I just watching him watching him yesterday. He just he was so happy. He's not there for the tournament. He's there because it's the hundred fiftieth tournament. He's there because this was going to be a big deal. He's there because he wants to show up and say and do a press conference where he tells everybody Greg Norman's a what piece thinks, of crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think he's there to win it. That's my I think gut. he thinks in his mind he can win it, but. The thing is, like in the other majors, yeah, you can't get that the out other of your majors, mind. he made the cut, but it took a toll on him physically, and then he faded badly in the weekend. Has he gotten beyond that now where he can get through the first two rounds, make the cut, and still have enough energy to be effective? And that is what's I mean, amazing. Only he knows that, and maybe yeah. he won't know till Saturday if he does make the cut. I mean, it's um, it's funny that the fairways are actually faster than the greens there right now. That's amazing. That, you're going to see a lot of roll. Yeah, so it, I think it's going to be Some will roll right with those pot buckets. Oh, though. my God. <laughs> I saw one video where they were showing some guy who got one of those pot bunkers and he, he never got out. He just finally just picked up his ball and walked out <laughs> said, I'm done. That's what the Somebody, uh, British Open can do. Who was it they were talking about? Could, I think it was Seve. No, it wasn't Seve. It was somebody else. Got one of those pot bunkers. Took After four shots, just finally took his scorecard and ripped it up and walked off the course. Done. He was done. Yeah. <laughs> I've felt that way many times, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, golf can do to you, Pat. You know that. It's an imperfect game that we are always trying to perfect. And, and we, we're imperfect people, so yeah. there's it doesn't doesn't match. It's to be what was the the Bagger Vance quote? I always get it wrong. It's like it's a game meant to be played, not mastered, something like that. You can't master it. You can't. No, it's impossible. You can never say, Oh, okay, I'm gonna go out and shoot a six. Tiger Woods and, never mastered it. No, nobody has. Nicholas never mastered it. All those runner up finishes. Myron Nelson mastered it for that one stretch where he won what? Thirteen in a row? row? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. He mastered. That was pretty good, but then all of a sudden he probably hit a bad shot and he goes, "Why? I can't play anymore. I can't play this game. <laughs> What's wrong with me?" That's the way the game is. So, but I'm looking forward to watching this. Our last uh, major of the year, which are big deal, and that's is the this great a thing. Ryder Cup year or no? Wasn't last year? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it is President's Cup though. I hope, I'm hoping Horschel makes the President's Cup team. Yeah, but, it is the President's Cup. But um, yeah. So it'll be. So it'll, the Ryder Cup was last fall. I think so. Why? How come I can't remember it? Well, here, here I had no. I I literally could remember that the last well, guy. The to, U.S. dominated, right? Yeah, the last guy to win the British Open last year was Morikawa. I, I that totally blanked out on that. 
Yeah. Are we just getting old? <laughs> yes. And yet I can remember stats from You've got long Larry term, you've got short term memory issues. I do. Mr. Short Term Memory. What'd you have for dinner last night, Fan? You don't you can't it remember. It was salad related. Oh. <laughs> there was a salad, there was chicken, there was blueberries. It was oh, really good. Go. There you go. Very good. Healthy. It was healthy. I had a pork chop and a salad. There you go. Other than the pork, you're healthy. Yeah. You don't believe in starch there? Going low carb. Okay. <laughs> Pork's a good meat for you, though. It's the the Protein. other white meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. That commercial was a big deal. Yeah. Then then no, that was the uh, the the. The beef commercial was. Yeah, I remember that. I come rustling. Yeah. In. Poor cows are going, oh, God, <laughs> they're going to shoot me in the head. I'm hamburger meat. Yeah. All right. So uh, phones are open for you, but I did want to talk about um, Anthony Richardson, Robbie, because I don't know of a guy who's ever had such high expectations and um, pressure on him who's replacing a guy who wasn't anything special. Usually it's Doug Johnson replacing yeah. Danny. Or it's um, Terry Dean did not handle the pressure well replacing Shane yeah. Matthews. Well, see, none of those guys flashed what he did last season. So he flashed this unbelievable big play capability, and people are thinking that you're going to get that all the time. But then you well, see the Georgia game, and – yeah. Well, it was a different story there, but and there, it, this it, again, it was a generational defense yeah. too. But I remember when uh, Jameis Winston, nobody knew who he was, but they were saying he was going to be a Heisman contender as a redshirt freshman. I thought there's no way, and then he went out and played lights out all year. So I mean, he this did. kid could do the same thing. He could, and again with a new he definitely. Could. I think the new coaching staff is going to help him in a lot of ways because I think I don't think Dan Mullen was ever convinced he could play. And I think he just because well, Dan Mullen refused to to give in and let him play him. And I think he was obsessed with the uh, like not uh, like he wanted Emory to be his guy, and Emory just couldn't do it. But he was so he didn't want to play Anthony Richardson because he might run a hundred yards for a touchdown, but it's not the play I called. Yeah, you know, again, I think that's where his ego got in the way from of it. But he well, he would he refused to give up on Emory, and yet. And there's you, there's a lot of speculation that uh, AR was not that hurt last year half the time that he was ready to play and Mullen wouldn't play him because he wanted Emory to yep, get the game. Exactly. So I think that caused division on the team and it caused the team to kind of quit there for a while. Yeah, you were mentioning earlier uh, the, uh, the the I guess Bianchi wrote a column about how AR might change his nickname from AR fifteen. AR fifteen. Yeah, because of the gun violence. Yeah, with and, and AR fifteen. I can see that. I've always felt uncomfortable with that name, yeah. personally. Um, but I think he does, too, now, after yeah. the latest, you know, that's gone on. So, But, you know, he's been marketed that way. Well, maybe we should call him Flash, because that's all he's been, is a flash. Yeah. There's been a flash of brilliance. Flash! Uh, <laughs> he's just but like you know what all impressed of us. The thing that impressed me the most about him in the spring game was how he managed the offense. He he went through progressions. He managed the offense. He moved him down the field. And there weren't a lot of huge plays that he made there, but he managed the offense. I think that was a great sign. Yeah. I think he is in control of that offense now. I think he's going to be real good, and I've heard the players love him. 
wanted him to play more last year and didn't get it. Well, so. he's going to have to be good. I, I mean, and he has to stay healthy, Pat. Well, that's the thing. This team with Jack Miller at quarterback, they can win some games. With Anthony Richardson at quarterback, they can win more games. He could take him to another level. Yeah, but no doubt. If he if he's hurt, that, you know, they that changes my perspective. If you tell me what game he would get hurt in and how many games he would miss, I could, I could probably pretty come pretty close to predicting Florida's record. Yeah, so. but if they have injuries like at quarterback like that in 79, then they're they're looking at a, a Larry Ocho. They're looking at a bad a tough tough year. Dr. O. Because it's the quarterback room's not real deep. Well, you know the answer I think to the trivia question I used to ask coach Pell all the time and he never got it right. The five guys who started at quarterback in 79. Five different well, quarterbacks Brantley. started. Brantley would be he was a starter at the beginning of the year. Tim Groves. Tim Groves, who was a defense back. Uh, the wide receiver from Ocala. Tyrone Young. Tyrone Young. Tyrone Young, the late Tyrone John Young. L. Brown, John L. Brown. John L. Brown started a game, started too, game. yes, at quarterback. And Dr. O. And Dr. O, yeah. Those are the five. <laughs> so I, I asked Pell that question one day, and he goes, uh, he goes, let me ask you, let me ask you something satellite. Because he always thought it was Shelby Strother. He did. He yeah. really did. He, he, did. he would always go, let me ask you something satellite. How many quarterbacks we have in 1979? I said, well, I just answered. He goes, no, no. He answered zero. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. But, well, John, but John Brantley, Brantley was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah. He, would have, he would have definitely been. Blue as an They'd have been a lot better if he had stayed healthy. Stepping on a on a Coke lid. Yeah. One of those lids for the, that everybody on the would artificial fly turf. down there. Yeah. All right, we got some calls. Let's get some. Let's go to Tennessee Mike to start off this hour. Brought to you by Melvin Law. Tennessee Mike isn't, but this hour is. What's up, Mike? What's going on, guys? You hanging in there, Robbie? Staying yeah. right? I was up near your country last week, Blue Ridge, Georgia. So oh, yeah, I wasn't that far from Tennessee. Yeah, it all comes together right there, North Carolina and all of it. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful country up there. Hey, Robbie, I got a. Uh, oh, y'all, y'all got your boy up here, too, don't you? What's over there in Western Carolina? Yeah, Kerwin. Yeah. Kerwin actually you, gave us a helmet for the tournament this year. It was really did anybody nice bid on it? It did, yeah. Wow. Well, hey, hey Pat, I wasn't calling you about that. Just making conversation. When uh, Napier craps the bed, is Kerwin Bell the next Florida coach? No way. No. <laughs> no. You know y'all are grooming him. Y'all are grooming him. <laughs> He's too old to be groomed. They've been grooming him. Oh, yeah, he is up there I a mean, little bit. He is up there a little bit. People wanted him to be the, the offensive coordinator. coordinator when Charlie Weiss left, and and they didn't yeah. want to hire him. No. And he, yeah. What's he pushing, 60? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he is. Well, let's see. He's never been an avid recruiter. would have been 87, yeah. so do the math. 13, okay. 35, plus 21. Yeah, he's, he's 56. Yeah. Around there. He's not a real avid right, recruiter either, so he's getting better at it. He hey, is. Yeah. Hey guys, I want to move along real quickly here. Got a compliment for you, maybe on the west door, Robbie. But um, Pat, you got me thinking there, um, talking about the uh, Florida staff in the Illinois t-shirts, and Spurrier working for South Carolina. You know, that's a uh, two-way street. I mean, sometimes when you hire one of your own, you got to fire one of your own. And a lot of times, when these guys obviously are working their way up the coaching tree, they got to go to these Northern Iowa's and crazy places utah states and be a coordinator somewhere it's obviously a two-way street and it is an industry and a business of course i probably think about that a little too much but um i want to bring something to your attention you talked about coaches being loyal to the paycheck which they obviously are i think athletic directors pat are generally loyal to the paycheck also and i think there are some exceptions if you're a an alum of the school i think foley was a 
true believer, hardcore Gator. I think Foley was an exception, exception to this. Yeah, and, and he's Foley still did. here, and he's still, you know, um, involved with, with some things and, and still doing yeah. stuff here. And so, yeah, I think he's – I think that would be one guy that you would definitely yeah. – I mean, look, yeah, let's face it, he Jeremy could have gotten a lot of jobs when he left Florida. He, yeah. He, won, he did not want – No, he loves go Florida. He yeah. goes to all the games and stuff, so – yeah, I, I thought Foley would have been a perfect commissioner of the SEC, but I think a lot of member schools would have questioned. Everybody knew he was a true Gator, so I, I'd have been a little worried about hiring a Gator for SEC commissioner. But uh, I think he was qualified for it. I mean, I think he's an overrated Florida, I mean, a football AD, but I think he's a, he was a heck of a uh, AD overall, I guess. No, widely respected around the country. Well, there's no such thing as a football AD. It's just no. an AD. Uh, well, a, a, Pat, yeah, there he is, too. That's a call for another day. Because the football Can't wait for that one. pays the bills. <laughs> Football, football pays the bills, is the pulls the train, and Foley didn't hire Spurrier, but he hired Zook and uh, Beer Gut Muschamp. But I wasn't calling about that either. I want to ask you about three ads, Pat. Let's talk about Blake James for a second. Blake James, he did, he got the job at Boston College, didn't he? Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. An AD is just like one of these coaches. That's an in industry also. Blake James, Uncle Luke the rapper, was saying hire Lane Kiffin. He didn't do it. He hired Manny Diaz. Guess what happened to Blake James? Blake James got fired, and has Miami football moved the needle in the last three years? Nope. Would Miami, Miami football move the needle with Kiffin? Maybe. I'm just talking – forget wins and losses. I'm just talking attention. Manny Diaz, where's he now? Isn't he like the D.C. at – well, let me ask you this: If is are they not moving the needle with Cristobal? They're right moving now? it now, yeah. Recruiting yeah, wise, but, 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 okay, I, I, right? No, but okay, okay. Blake James, like most of these ads, doesn't want any part of Kiffin because they don't want the headache and they don't want the Twitter account. Okay, let's talk about somebody else. Let's talk about Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze is a hell of a coach. There's another coach that most of these ads don't want the headache, so their checks cashing regardless. But uh, they don't want to fool with Hugh Freeze, so they don't hire Hugh Freeze. And I'll give you one more, guys. Mike Bone at USC. Rarely when an athletic director gets to their job, the first thing they want to do is fire the football coach. They want to go shopping for houses and cash that check. Mike Bone let Clay Helton stick around an extra year, guys. What did he do? He fired Clay Helton a year too late. I think he's where Georgia Southern now. Yep. Yeah, he definitely waited too long to make that call. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, no, no AD wants to get announced and fire the coach, generally speaking, two weeks later. Yeah. Well, now, you know, USC's got um, uh, Lincoln Riley out there. But, um, you know, Mike Bone, you know, did like most of these ADs, you know, get learned to lay the land, meet the boosters, cash that check. What's old Foley saying, do the inevitable immediately, even though he didn't follow his own advice with Muschamp. I think as fans, you got to look at that AD, too, because a lot of times these ADs don't want the headache of the volatile coaches. They don't want any part of the Hugh Freezes and the Lane Kiffins, and that's why Kiffins and Ole Miss and Hugh Freezes at Liberty. There's no reason in God's green earth that that uh, Hugh Freeze is in Liberty. Well, Liberty hired him, and nobody else wants him. And and you saw—I don't no, know if no, you no, saw no, what happened no, this no, the week. Fans, the fans, there are a lot of fans that would like Hugh Freeze. There's a lot of ads that wouldn't like Hugh Freeze. Pat, got to correct you there a little bit. Well, there's a lot of boosters that don't want him either. Yeah, you know, well, I, now the ad generally is is the problem there. They don't want the hassle. You know, you got you have the school president. I'm not going to say you're completely wrong there, but I, you got me thinking when you said these uh, these uh, coaches just work for the check. Well, I think these ADs work for the check, too, and oftentimes, sometimes, the fan base suffers for it. You know what? The the um, 
assistant athletic director works for the Czech too, whoever that might yeah. be. You know, that's yeah, yeah. Well, but when in our careers, you worked for the Czech too. Yeah, you, know, you started the Clearwater Sun or whatever, and but yeah. you when you go I left to the Times Union, said goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Everybody works for the Czech guys, but the question is, as fans, what are you getting for the Czech? Yeah. Keep your eye on the athletic director. Make sure they're doing their job and not just going to the bank. Well, it starts hey, Robbie, at the top, no question. Hey, hey, Robbie, i got a compliment for you on the way out the door. Yeah. You're a unique guy, Robbie. You know how unique you are? I, uh, I no. do, but go ahead. <laughs> You're as unique as a breakfast taco, Robbie. I just thought I'd give you a compliment today. Oh, thanks. Y'all hang in there. I appreciate it. I have no idea what that means. I, I'm a breakfast taco. <laughs> okay. You're unique. You are unique, Rob. You got to you admit that. I don't know about that. Well, I'm not saying it's as a compliment. Well, I'm not being a, giving you a compliment the way the cattleman did. If he was giving me one, which I still can't understand, we don't know half of what he's talking about half most of the time. I do know we have to take a break. We're a little bit behind. Uh, John and Jack, hold on. We'll get to you after we get out of here for this break here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville. And here's what's trending. The non-conference schedule for the men's Gator basketball squad was released today. The first non-conference matchup will be Stony Brook on November 7th. And the schedule's key matchup will be UConn in December. The USA softball national team will host Gator players Michelle Moultrie and Charlie Eccles play against Australia tonight at 7-10 in the semifinals of the World Games. The winner moves on to the finals. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Boston Red Sox again tonight at home with first pitch set for 7-10 p.m. They play again tomorrow at home and the game is set to start at 7-10 p.m. again. That's your Gainesville Sports Center and I'm Marshall Tempest. Have a great evening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, oh, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? 
The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone. All right, we are back here on the tailgate again. Robbie Andrew sitting in today. Jeff will be back tomorrow. From you mean the breakfast tacos? The breakfast tacos. <laughs> We're just gonna—that's gonna be like the worst nicknames ever. Were Milo Hamilton's? When you think about how sometimes racist they were because Marty Perez he would call Taco was his nickname yeah yeah <laughs> because his name was Perez, Perez Taco yeah. <laughs> oh, come on come on so that'll be your new nickname Taco Breakfast Taco then yeah Breakfast Taco but, yeah. well, how is that unique um I Breakfast don't know. Tacos are common maybe that's it I'm common maybe you're bland maybe I am I'm not going to disagree with anything you said on me so if you said bre- breakfast taco with sriracha, that would really have been a compliment. Yeah. But breakfast taco. <laughs> Maybe uh, John knows what it means when somebody's a breakfast taco. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Hey, uh, that last guy kind of left me stunned, so I'll be brief. He has a uh, way of doing that. Yeah. Yes, he does. God, I wish I was that smart. He's a walking <laughs> stun gun. I would, I would have so many mirrors in my house. Anyway, uh, I think Will Muschamp said it best about coaches, salaries, and loyalty. They asked him, who do you really, really root for, Georgia or Florida? And his answer was, I root for who signs my check. Yep. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Yeah, and then you brought up Milo Hamilton just before I came on. Oh, my God. If you played for the Braves, you had to have a nickname. Oh, yeah. And it was it was painful. It, not only were they really, really bad, I'm, I'm still a great Brave fan, 
But then you had to listen to all of the nicknames. What beep was Ralph Gar's nickname? Beep beep. 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 Yeah, beep, the Roadrunner. Yeah. Yeah. Beep beep. Cha uh, cha. That was Cha Cha Cepeda. Rico Cardi, the big boy. The big boy. <laughs> yeah, big boy. Big boy, yeah. I mean, Felix Mion, the kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny Sonny Bones Jackson, which I don't know where that came from. I don't from. know either. Maybe he was real skinny. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, uh you guys are doing a great job. I have a little trivia question that nobody would ever want to participate in. Because I go to a lot of games. Go back and look at all the special team guys you've ever seen play and see if you could come up with some guys that you thought were really good. Were really special i've got a bunch of them but we don't have time to talk about it today who's your number one guy johnny x Niners. you don't even know who he is oh i do i i actually was looking through my phone book the other day and i saw his phone number. i think his number was 26 by the way Ooh, (laughs) i think it was I, i would watch this kid he had no respect for himself or his body or anybody else. And I sat next to some kids that went to high school with him says, the guy's insane. So he's totally insane. I love watching him. Really. He was an animal. He should have been on the Muppets. Yeah, I remember him. I remember Exodus. I don't know about him being on the Muppets, though. Could he have well, been the guy, one of those guys in the uh, balcony yelling at the uh, was, Muppets? Was he a breakfast no, taco? Uh, <laughs> no, the crazy drummer. I got, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, and then the kickoff guy. Uh, Brandon James? No, the, he kicked off the kicker. No, oh, the straight-on kicker. Petrovich? Uh, Petrovich? Maybe that was his name. That guy... Probably led the league in tackles. Yeah, he was was built like a linebacker. He He was. He was a great special teams guy for Florida because you had 11 guys running down the field trying to tackle people. You better believe it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for taking my call. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate it, John. Thanks, John. By the way, we were up in Chicago for basketball, and I went to his high school. Petrovich. Yeah, I remember that. And to do a story on him. I remember you doing that. He really didn't want to be interviewed. I remember that for some reason. I don't know why it was a problem. But anyway, I got a story out of it. And then afterwards, I remember when he came to Florida, he never kicked off into the end zone. No, not like he did in high school. And everybody was – so I went to – I think it was Buddy Tevens. It might have been somebody else. I said, hey, what's the story on this guy? Can't get in the end zone. He he can't get in the end zone. He goes – we realize now that all the video we saw of him was kicking with the wind in Chicago. Off <laughs> the Lake, Windy City. Because the, the school was right off Lake Michigan. Yeah. So he'd get it up in the air and it'd fly <laughs> to the end zone. And they, they never showed any video of kicking yeah, against Yeah, he was known for dealing touchbacks all the time, and he never had them here. Yeah, but he was but great. But he made a bunch of tackles. Oh, yeah. He would get down there and make tackles. Let's yeah. uh, see what Jack has to say. What's up, Jack? Hey, guys. How are you? hope you had a good fourth. Um, just wanted to let you know, Robbie, that uh, – Everybody's in a uh, like a windstorm, wildstorm because uh, Vice or uh, our first lady uh, said things about the people at a uh, conference yesterday. And she called all the people from El Paso, break, all the women in El Paso are like breakfast tacos. So that was a shout at you, not a compliment. Oh, oh, there it is. That's where it came uh, from. There it is. So, so yeah, so I'll remember that for Tennessee, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? And guess what? 
nobody wants to hire Lane Kiffin because he just won't grow up. Let's face it. I mean, good Lord, I'm so tired. Let's talk more about Monty Kiffin. He's done more to football than Lane Kiffin has. Good gracious. Well, yeah, he he's got to mention he's got to mention Lane Kiffin in every every broadcast. Yeah, right? every, but you know, I I do agree. With, uh, this guy's going to sound like I still love my ex wife, but I surely don't. Uh, <laughs> all the money I paid her. He did say something a couple weeks ago talking about how Notre Dame could get choked out if these conferences ex- expand, like saying the big you know the Big Ten plus eight or whatever they're going to be now, Big Ten plus six. Y- y- they could tell Michigan State, Michigan, hey, don't play them. You could have. USC, whatever, in the Big Ten now, Big Four, Big Sixteen, say don't play Notre Dame. I mean, they could in the ACC if they continue to be independent, say we don't we don't play either. So they're left with the service academies and people in the Big Twelve or ACC if they don't play them. So I kind of agree with him. People could choke Notre Dame out out of some big money. They could, but they won't. And the, and here's the you look at their schedule for this year. It's probably the toughest schedule in the country. They've got they got uh, Ohio State, uh, USC. Um, Clemson, uh, I mean, they, there's no, and there's no like freebie. There's no Eastern Washington on their schedule. Yeah, and I That's because people want to play Notre Dame, they want the, the eyeballs on their TV sets, whether it's on NBC or wherever it is, ends up being. And again, their their grant of rights I think runs out in twenty five, so they're not going to do anything at least until that happens, and then they'll oh, yeah. put it up for the highest bidder, and the highest bidder will get yeah the get rights. Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, it's we were kids. Plenty of bad Robbie, teams. we were kids growing up. You hated Notre Dame. I know that. Yeah, uh, I've Damn learned to that. hate Notre Dame. But um, but you're a Catholic, so you didn't hate them back. For, in the yeah, day. back in the day, you had to, you know, you had to root for them. But um, but Notre Dame is still, you know, it's still a big deal. And I don't think I don't think it'll ever get to that point where they'll choke them out. I don't yeah, think well, I don't I'm, think Notre Dame's I'm, ever going to join a conference. That's that's yeah. they want to be independent. I think. Yep. Yeah, I guess it runs in their blood. Uh, getting back to golf, you know, uh, talking about it earlier today when you were talking, you know, I think that uh, I think this Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, has really uh, he's pulled an Amber Tweed or what's her name, uh, Johnny Depp's wife. He's pooped to bed, man. He could have let this whole LIV thing not give it any attention. Just hey, guys, go play with it if you want to. He could have let it ease the slow death, and it probably would have. I mean, they don't even have a dang TV contract yet. But he could have just let this thing die. But he was the one that kept adding fuel to the fire. I mean, I thought it was disgusting today not having Greg. Again, I'm, everybody's mad at Greg Norman. Everybody's mad at Phil. But, hey, they won that championship. They should have been in that picture, and they should have been at that dinner. Uh, you know, it's like, why, why is Ty Cobb? I mean, he's the most racist guy in the world. He's still in, he's still in the Hall of Fame. I mean, again, you, they, they won it on the course. So I think that's wrong. But I'm telling you, with this stuff coming up in, in, in Congress about the PGA forcing people and strong-arm people, I'm telling you, man, this guy, this guy, this guy needs to be fired. In my, in, in just my honest opinion. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, I think that people were going to get asked over and over again about it, and I think he wanted to get out in front of it. And I think there's a lot of anger going on there because so many people have left. Uh, none that I'm going to miss. Uh, to play this exhibition tour. Um, but I think that, look, it's dominating every press conference, every, and it's not, that's not going to go away for a while. That's going to still be a big right. deal. I would say this. I think after this major, it'll go away for a while. This is the last one. And, you know, the Norman being excluded, look, the RNA is the one who did this. The RNA is right. they consider themselves the, the – 
they're in charge of the rules of golf. Well, yeah, this, they, the they, this is where it all started. And, and if you're yeah. going to do something that's not going to help the game, which I don't think the LIV in any way is going to help the it's game helping at all. individuals, not yeah. the game. And it sure is. It sure is. And I, I think but, that yeah, that's but, when they say, hey, we don't want you. We don't want you here. Yeah. But I do think and the I commissioner should have laid low, but I think he had to address it at some point. But he did come across yeah, a little I mean, bit too he, angry and – it's yeah, a little bit vindictive. Angry, petulant. Yeah, yeah and petulant, vindictive. Childish and, yeah. and you know, uh, but again, Phil should have yeah. been there, but I guess Phil just Phil just don't want to take the heat for getting his butt shoot out for going to the LIV. I mean, that's just that, that's it. But I mean you had Louis Eustason play today, who was in L I V. So again, I guess the, the, the targets for the L I V are Phil and Phil Phil and Greg Norman and I just I hate it for Phil because he's still he still moves the needle a little bit. I, I wish he was still on the PGA tour because he still draws ratings and uh this is, I think this is the greatest week of golf. You can watch the Open Championship in the morning, then you can watch the celebrities in the afternoon. And I'll never forget, my, my mother would have been, uh, she'd have been 80 yesterday, but she passed away 20 years ago almost. She would call the local NBC station there in Jacksonville, what is it, Channel 12? And she 12, would call yeah. every year, every year and say, why don't those people show Steve Spurrier more on this celebrity golf tournament? She would hang <laughs> on the That's great. times a day. All right, guys, have a great day. Go Gators. Thanks. Appreciate it, Jack. Remember when uh, I, I remember when Calcavecchia won the British Open and it wasn't on TV. I remember that it was only on tape delayed, and it, that's what they used to do on ABC. They would show the Open tape delayed because nobody's going to get up at six in the morning. Well, I remember it. when I first came to Gainesville in '89 for Fort Lauderdale, they had church on instead of the British Open. <laughs> I was like, "What they the did. hell is this?" Well, see, that's why you should have gone to church instead, using words like hell. That's the reason I never went to church after that. They <laughs> the, screwed over the, the British the Open. The British Open is why you aren't. You never went to church. Well, one thing we have to do is take a break. We have to do that right now. We'll come back, and we will talk about coaches on the hot seat. I'm surprised it didn't come up with uh, the cattleman who loves to talk about. I'm going to kick his ass if I ever see him, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I always try to be nice to the idiot. Yeah. Those days are over. Yeah. Well, that'll be great. <laughs> he's a he's a idiot. He's a vol idiot. <laughs> All right, we got to get a break. We'll come back. Hopefully, we won't. Robbie won't drive. Now, Robbie has the driving gene. He may drive. I might drive up there and right up to Tennessee. The cattleman better be on the lookout. He better be. <laughs> he's you're scaring me, Robbie. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with more of the tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8:50 AM WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. 
So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We've got a 40% chance for thunderstorms through this evening with decreasing showers overnight. Much more of the same tomorrow and Thursday. 60% chances for thunderstorms and highs in the 90s most of this week. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I'm a Buckeye fan. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad went to school there. Like my mom's from Elyria, Ohio. I need to be on the field when Ohio State beats USC. Right. I need to see Key's face. There will be new rivalries mm-hmm. that will be born from this. Yeah. It still is going to take a minute to get acclimated. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon. Oh, we are your home for all things football. 63 Listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here with about 18 minutes left in this hour, brought to you by Melvin Law. We have one more break to take, but if you want to get your phone calls in, you can. I was uh, actually trying to find a picture of my dad for something I'm doing, and ran across a picture of the uh, that I had taken of the global warming Christmas. <laughs> one of the funniest SNLs ever. That's funny. With, with Tom Hanks playing Dean Martin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Joey Heatherton. Joey Heatherton is here. The gold diggers. <laughs> I love the Dean Martin show, Thursday nights. Was that great. what it was? Yeah. I was actually watching that History of the Sitcom thing again the other night. Oh, those are good. Yeah, really good. It's great when you have them on tape, too, so you don't have to watch commercials. Yeah. I'm anti-commercial, except the ones that we run here. Yeah. And yeah, on you my better podcast. Watch 
Yeah. You're saying you're anti Cardoza. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> All right, so Dennis Dodd comes out with this every year. He ranks him on the hot seat. Uh, I do respect Dennis a lot. and uh, Well, he's great at what he does. Yep, very good at it. And uh, so two coaches, he gave the five-star, which is not a good – you don't want to be a five-star Yeah. Uh, in this case. So your seat's really hot if you're a yes. five-star. So. Uh, and one of them makes sense, Scott Frost at Nebraska. Oh, yeah. He's I mean, been on it. For yeah. a while. And he just took a salary cut to, to hang in there, but I, I don't think it's going to get any better. And Herm Edwards, who I can't believe still has a job, uh, but eventually I think he'll be out too. Uh, they've tried this model at Arizona State where they just go, hey, um, you're the CEO. Treat it like, like an yeah. NFL team? Treat it like an NFL team, and it, it hasn't worked. And um, He was never much – I mean, he wasn't into recruiting big time at all, was he? Well, and the guys who weren't recruiting were cheating. They were bringing yeah. guys on campus during COVID. That's no good. Which you weren't allowed to do. No. And they, they basically blamed it all on them. And, yeah, I agree that he is definitely on so a So Henry Jones went to a school with a coach on the hot seat. He left – he got one on a hot seat. He didn't do his homework. Him, and got him fired. <laughs> so if Henry Jones had been better, Dan Mullen might still be here. Well, I shudder at the thought of that. I know that that's the funny thing though, Robbie. A year ago at this time, I know everything. What was would you fine. have said about Dan Mullen? They're on the rise. Great baby. coach, yeah. man. Three straight years, been great. It's only going to keep getting better, and then it just went just right down the toilet. It's not just on the. It field. went fast, so fast. Yeah, he just quit trying to be a good recruiter. And again, the the show cause he had against him didn't help. The that. whole COVID thing took a lot out of him too. Everything you did. could tell yeah. that it weighed on him heavily. Think about this. Dealing with that, if we were sitting here. Uh, a year ago at this time, and, and I said, hey, you know what? Next year, Florida's going to have different football and basketball coaches. <laughs> I never would have believed it. No, no way. But that's why you never – and this is why I can't ever say – like, I believe right now with all the, the more I hear about from different people that nobody's going to really do anything as far as um, expanding uh, their conferences. I think I don't think Notre Dame's going to move. I don't think anybody else is that attractive. The only people that can do might do something are the Pac-12 yeah. and Big 12 trying to because they're missing people. But they're what they're going to put together is not going to be anything special. No, it's, it's not going to. There's nobody out there to make it special. No, it's not going to. You know, and the ACC stuck with their stupid uh, agreement that they made that it's going to go for 30 years or whatever it is. So I I don't believe. It, but you never say never on anything. Like I I told somebody go. Do you think this is going to happen? I go, well, you can't say no because I never thought Steve Spurrier would coach against Florida. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, you never know. You just never know. You just, so you a just, lot can happen in a few months' time. You do never know. But why? I don't get why recruits are drawn to the ACC, Pat. I don't either. I don't, I don't get it. Well, it's not. They I mean, don't so many care mediocre if they teams. don't have any money. Yeah. And, and and a lot of it, you know, hey, you, you just want I think now it's you. the U has a little bit going for it in terms of the NIL stuff. But are they doing it the right way? And this is what is all going to come out in the wash eventually. eventually. Yeah. You look at the whole thing, thing with Jordan Addison right now. Uh, of course, the great receiver at Pitt won the Blitnikoff last year, went to USC. Now all of a sudden he's mad apparently because he's not getting anything. Yeah. And he said, hey, we had an agreement. Well, you should, you know. You could try and force that agreement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and uh, now it's coming out more and more players are saying, hey, we Where's had an agreement. Where, yeah. What's the deal here? So – this is. I did see where the Tennessee quarterback recruit reached a million today, somehow. On how he's got what? Well, that's how much he's got. Apparently, 
I saw it on Twitter. Maybe it's not true. They're doing it. They're, they're doing it right. They hopefully they're hopefully they're not doing it wrong. You know because so he's a guy in high school that's never played it down in college football. And he's made a well. He's dollars. on campus, I think. Oh, okay. I would hope he is because if he isn't, then they're they're breaking a law. But he's made he's done nothing yet. No. Bryce Young hadn't done anything last year until no. Now it is worth me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we'll see where all that goes. Um, the other coaches, by the way, on the hot seat. So these are the four-star hot seat guys. One of them is uh, the only one from the SEC, Brian Harson, who, of course, almost yeah, he's was in trouble yeah. this year. Well, he's going to have to have a good year. Trouble. Yeah. Dino Babers, who a couple of years ago, everybody was like, man, Syracuse, Dino Babers, he's really Doing a great good. job. Now man. they may want him out. The la- these last two four-star guys, you know them both very well, Robbie. Jeff Collins <laughs> at Georgia Tech. Yeah. It's a dead-end job. You and can't win why there. Why did he go there? I don't get I, it. He should have waited for something better. I, that, he went opposite of Stoops. Yeah. You know, he, he did. T- Stoops waited until you know, he turned down like he other turned jobs. Minnesota, Minnesota and some other places. But waited for Oklahoma. Waited for the perfect one. <laughs> but, yeah, Collins should have maybe waited. And you can't. Georgia Tech is dead-end. It is. I, just, I, I think it was just to get into a Power 5 but he talked a well, great game that first Temple, couple right? years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He yeah. had a little bit of interest in recruiting going and some of the people. Well, he got Jameer Gibbs, who was a yeah. guy I really wanted Florida to get. I love watching that guy play. Now he's, he's gonna tear it up. Now he's in Alabama. In Alabama. Yeah. So he'll uh, be an all American probably. And the other guy that uh, you know very well, Robbie, Willie Taggart is on the hot seat. Well, that doesn't so. surprise me. <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with the lawsuit that was filed in Oregon that he ended up settling on, which basically said he was doing things wrong there yeah. in terms of excessive practices. So, yeah, it, Man, FSU did not do its homework on wow. him. Wow, they just... It became obvious pretty early it wasn't going to work out. So a bunch of guys are three-star heat. By the way, Billy Napier's a one, so just so you know. Yeah, he's on the hot seat. No. He's, he's the furthest you can get from... Well, Hadn't there's played some, a game yet. There's some Gator fans that will go, oh, well, get rid of this guy. He didn't get one guy that we wanted. That drives um, me nuts. Uh, Mike Norvell, who I think is a little bit on the hot seat, although I will say this. I don't think FSU could afford to fire anybody. Not only not only do they have trouble raising money um, to the extent that a lot of places do, but they don't know where this all this stuff is going to go. Well, and you know, don't have yeah. this fortune coming in from the conference, and you're never going to have it unless something else happens. Um, yeah, Carl, his record, though, just isn't all that impressive yet. No. Even though they they flashed, too, a little bit. At times, yeah. You know. Well, that Notre Dame game, I mean. They had them on the ropes. Yeah, had them on the ropes. But um, Carl Durrell from Colorado. Um, that doesn't surprise UCLA. me. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I, I think that's another no-win job. You yeah. just can't win out there. You can't you, recruit there, even it's though it's hard. a beautiful place. A beautiful place, but. Hard to recruit to. It's hard to get to. No fun when you get there. Uh, although I like Colorado. And then Jeff Scott at USF, who, of course, when they hired him, you went, oh, got offensive coordinator from uh, Clemson. This is going to be, and it just hadn't worked out so far. So we'll see how, how, how that does go. Uh, We do have one more break to get, right? So let's do that. We'll, we'll wrap it up here and then we'll get, we got two quick calls. We'll get to right after we take this break here on the tailgate ESPN 981 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville, and here's what's trending. The non-conference schedule for the men's Gator basketball squad was released today. The first non-conference matchup will be Stony Brook on November 7th. 
The schedule's key matchup for the Gators will be UConn in December. The USA softball national team, who hosts Gator players Michelle Moultrie and Charlotte Eccles, play against Australia tonight at 7-10 in the semifinals of the World Games. The winner moves on to the finals. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Boston Red Sox again tonight at home with first pitch set for 7-10 p.m. They play again tomorrow at home, and the game is set to start at 7-10 p.m. again. The Miami Marlins play the Pirates tonight at home, and the game is set to start at 6.40 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups, fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The jewelry store with the most likes, the most positive reviews, the most raving fans is International Diamond Center. IDC is definitely a place that I will come to as long as I live here. This will be my go-to place always. Literally the best jewelry store in town. You'll make friends for life coming in here. I felt like family from the beginning, and it made a rather daunting task very, very easy. They really take the time to find out what you want or what you desire in a ring. You have to come here. There's no other option. The customer service, the time spent to do what I wanted and what her vision was, there's no other place to go. You know you can go there and you know that you can trust. The value was extraordinary. They genuinely care about their customers. It's not just about the sale. It's about the people. International Diamond Center, the people's choice for selection, quality, value, and service. I've got a beautiful diamond on my finger and I'm very proud of it. International Diamond Center. I'm very happy to show it off. (laughs) At Celebration Point across from Regal Cinemas, official jeweler of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, just about five minutes left in this hour. Brought to you by Melton Law. Let's go to the phones and get Ron. What's going on, Ron? How you doing? Man, I love the show, guys. I listen every day. A couple of special teams guys that I always love. Real trivial, Pal Buggo Griffin 
that I think still holds the record for the highest punt return average, maybe even he in does. the NCAA think, and certainly yeah. in Florida. You know what happened? He was to him? great. He had two. Well, he's he would be about nine hundred years old. He had two of the longest punt returns in ever. School yeah, in school history. Well, he was a football coach at Hillsborough High School, and later became an administrator there. And he was shot to death in Hillsborough, Hillsborough High School at a football oh, game I did not know in that. the ticket booth over some of some ticket dispute. Wow. But a couple shame. other guys, Sam McCorkle was one of my favorites. He was he was a guy. He wore wore roll bars. Huh? Yeah, he did. Pads. Yeah, yeah. Number twenty. Yeah. And uh, Chris Rainey, my Lakeland Dreadnought guy. Chris Rainey will be on that on that list. I can promise you because. So he could fast. he could be in so many he could block a kick he could run back a kick he he could do a lot of different things a special teamer. I know you got one more call. I want to get a couple of Braves nicknames in there. The little bulldog Pat Jarvis. Pat Jarvis. Yeah, yep. I remember that one. Bedrock. Bedrosian. Yeah, yep. Bedrock. And I don't think it was the nickname, but Biff Okaroba. No, that was his real name. Although uh, I, I would well, imagine I Biff might have been a Biff uh, might have been. But it wasn't a Milo nickname. Yeah, you know, here's what's amazing. <laughs> Jeff is such a big uh, Braves fan, too. He'd never heard of Biff Pocarone. You're kidding. No, I don't know how. No. He's not a Braves fan. That saddened me to hear that. Yeah. Of course. Mac the Knife Jones. And, of course, the best one, the Hammer. Hank Aaron. Oh, yeah. Hammer and Hank. Hammer and Hank, baby. Or Henry Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I know you got another caller. All right. Appreciate the call, Ron. Uh, Thanks, let's Ron. get Byron before, to wrap it up here on a beautiful Tuesday in Gainesville, FLA. What's going on, Byron? Hey, Pat. How are you and Robbie doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Robbie, just so you know, I don't like Notre Dame either. I don't know if I ever mentioned it to you. Oh, good. We have that in common. I just wanted to make <laughs> sure that you and I have something else in common. We do. I did like him in their opening game last year. I liked him in that game. That was the FSU game. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I, I did yeah. like him in baseball this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame haunted FSU this year. Yeah, they did well. They did well. That's actually opening games is what I wanted to ask you about. I guess we got about a minute left, Pat, before you run out of the Dante Hour. But I'm struggling right now because I kind of want FSU, speaking of opening games, to lose to LSU. But That's, then I want I get that. I get LSU that. to lose to FSU simply because I want LSU to have a, a bad season uh, as far as Brian uh, Kelly is concerned. I want him to have a first bad year. I believe that's so maybe, a, that's either a Sunday or a Monday night game the first weekend. That would be entertaining for sure. Yeah. I again I I'm with you though. Uh I, I don't know who to root for in that game. Yeah, I gotta figure it out. Yeah. You know what I on, on games like that, it's when always when they introduce the two teams and they come running out, you go, Oh, I know who yeah, I'm rooting that's for now. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get who whose jerseys disgust yeah. me the but most. But didn't Miami and LSU play a couple of years ago the opening game, but that was a hard one to fig- yeah. figure out who you're rooting for? Yeah, we had a big conversation with Jeff about like what if Miami and LSU played baseball, who would he root for? He, hate, he hates two, both. Oh right? God, yeah. he despises them. Yeah, I probably will too. Okay, because there's just a, have a good weekend, guys. All right, appreciate it. There's Thanks, there's a built up angst about Seminoles. Yeah, you'll be pulling for LSU, but I, I don't. Maybe I should just not watch that game. No, you're gonna want to watch it. You know I am. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait for it. Actually, you can't wait for a lot of games that are coming yeah. up. Uh, and we'll get there. Uh, 
It'll be here before you know it. It will be. Media days Thursday for the Big 12 and Monday for the SEC. That'll be interesting. Um, so we'll have a lot to talk about hopefully then. Jeff's back tomorrow. Robbie, always, as always, great job. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Pat. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with another show here on the tailgate. For Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew, we're deep. We're way back, and we are out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.